Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of the Dictionary Podcast. Uh, okay, we are chugging along. Top of page 133. The first word is be lit. Yeah, capital B, capital L, I T T. Or you could take off the second T. This is an abbreviation for Bachelor of Letters. Still don't know what that is. Or Bachelor of Literature. Well, don't you think Bachelor of Letters should be be let, not be lit? Okay. Oh, I see why. Because it is. Uh, it stands for uh, Middle Latin phrase Baccalaureus Literarum. Literarum. I don't know if that's letters or literature or both. Probably one. Okay. Moving on to Blitz. B-L-I-T-Z. It is a noun from circa 1939. Number 1A. We have the number one definition for Blitzkrieg as the synonym, which we will be getting to shortly. 1B1. An intensive aerial military campaign. 1B2. We have the synonym air raid. Number 2A. A fast, intensive, non-military campaign or attack, as in an advertising blitz. 2B. A rush of the passer by a defensive linebacker back or end in football. And then blitz is a verb. Uh, Also a verb. Now we have blitzed with an ED. Adjective from 1966. It is slang and it means intoxicated by drugs or alcohol. I am very curious to know where this word came from. Why did they use the word blitz and then added an ED at the end to come up with this? But we are now moving on to Blitzkrieg, which is the word Blitz plus K-R-I-E-G. It is a noun from 1939. One, war conducted with great speed and force. Specifically, a violent surprise offensive by massed air forces and mechanized ground forces in close coordination. And number two, we have the 2A definition for the word Blitz. Blitzkrieg is also a transitive verb. So this is German from the word blitz, which means lightning, and Krieg, which means war. So, you know, fast, intense war. Now we have the word blizzard. It is a noun from 1870. One, a long, severe snowstorm. Number two, an intensely strong cold wind filled with fine snow. Number three, an overwhelming rush or deluge, as in a blizzard of mail around the holidays. Blizzardy is a word I don't think people often use, and blizzardly are both adjectives. It says that the origin is unknown, which I find fascinating. It seems like such a specific, interesting word to not know where it came from. We are going to move on to the abbreviation BLK, all lowercase, which uh, is an abbreviation for one, black, two, block, or three, bulk, B-U-L-K. We have another abbreviation. It is BLM, all caps. Um, It is an abbreviation for Bureau of Land Management, but this book is too old, I think, to have the new definition or new abbreviation, which is Black Lives Matter. Uh, we obviously have been seeing that all over the place um, in recent, well, mostly months, but years. I mean, it's been, what, at least a couple of years. Wow, I have no sense of time. 
it's probably been at least a couple of years since uh, the Black Lives Matter movement started. So yeah, when I see BLM, that's immediately what I think of. Now we have bloat, B-L-O-A-T. It is the first form adjective from the 14th century. Synonyms are bloated and puffy. This is from Middle English, blout or bloat, which means soft or pliable. From the Old Norse, blauter, which means soft and weak, akin to the Old English, bleat or bliat, which means miserable. Soft, pliable, weak, and miserable. Not words that I want to be described as. Um, Now we have the second form of bloat. It is a verb from 1677. 1A, to make turgid or swollen. Is it turgid or turgid? Is this the whole jif gif thing? It's I know it's one of them. I just can never remember. I'll just say turgid. No, that doesn't sound right. Turgid. That doesn't sound right either. Sure. To make turgid or swollen. 1B, to cause abdominal distension in. Number two, to fill to capacity or overflowing. And then the intransitive definition just has the synonym swell. Now we have the third form of bloat. It is a noun from 1836. 1A, one that is bloated. 1B, unwarranted or excessive growth or enlargement, as in bureaucratic bloat. Number two, digestive disturbance of ruminant animals and especially cattle marked by accumulation of gas in one or more stomach compartments. Hmm, that was a mouthful. Number three, a condition of large dogs marked by distension and usually life-threatening rotation of the stomach. Oi, that sounds terrible. Jesus. Okay. I got a burp, maybe. Am I bloated? Possibly. There's gas in my body. All right, now we have the word bloated. It is an adjective from 1656. One, obnoxiously vain, as in a bloated ego. 2A, being much larger than what is warranted, as in a bloated estimate. Number 2B, we have the number one definition for the word inflated. Next is bloater. First form, noun from 1824. A large fat herring or mackerel lightly salted and briefly smoked. This is, what is this etymology saying? It is obsolete from the word bloat, which means to cure. Ah, so I guess one of the definitions for bloat means to cure, but it is obsolete even though we did not read that here in the dictionary, and that's where that uh, term comes from, bloater. Now we have the second form of bloater. It is a noun from 1888. A small silvery cisco of the Great Lakes having oily flesh. I guess that's a fish. The scientific name is Corregonus uh, hoyi. Hoyi? H-O-Y-I. Yep. Okay. And then the etymology says it comes from the second form of bloat, which we read. Next is the word blob. First form, noun from the 15th century. 1A. A small drop or lump of something, viscid or thick. What was that word that we read before that was similar to blob? Was it blib? I don't remember. Okay, um, now we have number 1B for blob. 
a daub or spot of color. And then number two, something shapeless. Next is the second form of blob. It is a transitive verb from the 15th century to mark with blobs. Synonym is splotch. And then lastly, for this episode, we have the word block, B-L-O-C. There's no K for this one. You have to wait until the next episode for that. This is a noun from 1903. 1A, a temporary combination of parties in a legislative assembly. 1B, a group of legislators who act together for some common purpose irrespective of party lines. Sounds good to me. 2A, a combination of persons, groups, or nations forming a unit with a common interest or purpose, as in a block of voters. I don't think I ever realized that this word had no K. And then lastly, 2B, a group of nations united by treaty or agreement for mutual support or joint action. This word is great. Oh, I was wondering why they just don't why they don't use the word block with a K because they decided to use the French form of that word which has no K. B L O C. All right. What is the word of the episode? Um well, even though it wasn't a, an actual definition here, I'm going to pick BLM as the word of the episode because it stands for Black Lives Matter. And that fight is nowhere near done. Please, please keep on fighting that good fight. That is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.